going on guys it is your boy caleb back again to break down another nba slate here on the malaga drive hoops betting channel i hope everyone is doing absolutely fantastic i hope you guys had a great week a great weekend and even if you didn't man it's a new week let's get it we got new money to be made we got new we just got another week to be great so i'm excited we got a whole nother slate uh today and and the all-star game is creeping up on us so i believe actually um we will only have till Thursday. So a little bit of an abbreviated week just in terms of betting. But that just means these these next four days are um, just that much more important. And then we obviously um, lead that up into the All-Star game on Sunday. And then um, I think we have two more days off after that with Monday and Tuesday. So with that being said, um, it makes these next couple of days in ter- just in terms of making money um, that much more important. We had a positive week last week up about two or so units um got all the way up to four gave some back towards the end of the week and i think we can just actually recap yesterday um had pistons uh pick them and we'll, we'll start with that one and i think this is you know something that i i need to improve on and um i've had a couple losses now where the spot just looks really really good for a team and um and i think i undervalue how much uh worse they are than the other team even though even with the spot screaming them um and i think again moving forward these plays that they can have some spots um it it can be spot driven in sometimes but it needs to more be play on the court and then spot helps add on to that so we saw with the pistons yesterday i really like them because um they they uh, had some time off. This was a brutal kind of stretch for the Knicks, where it was their third game in four nights. Uh, the night before, they had played. You know, all, all their starters, main players, had played forty plus minutes in an OT game against the the Pacers, and um, it was a back to back. They headed all the way to Detroit right after the game. Played so many minutes, and and the Pistons had just talked about how the last game because they lost to the Kings at home. Um, but they spotted the Kings a lot and then, and then came all the way back and, and then talked about, hey, we need to have more energy from the jump. Like, that's on us. Um, and so I just expected in this spot it was perfect, you know. Like, you're, you're playing against a team that's played three times in four nights. Everyone's played 40 minutes. You just talked about how you need to have more energy from the jump. I really like them. Um, clearly it was the wrong call. The Knicks are playing a lot better and they're a better team. But, again, uh, that, that's enough for that. Um, took an L on Clippers. Don't really want to talk about that one too much. Um, really played out honestly the way I wanted. They were up four. Um, but I mean, there, there's a lot of different moments in time where you can stop it and say, oh, Clippers look really good here. I mean, uh, they were up eight with like six minutes left. They're up four with like four minutes left. Um, I think up six with four minutes left. Uh, and then they just go on and, and didn't score the last four minutes of the game. They were up 196 with four minutes left. Did not score. You heard that right. Did not score the rest of the game. And um, I think part of it's on Ty Lue. I think part of it's on the players. But, um, yeah, you, you got to be able to create better looks down the stretch. And, and literally the, what is the most, most four most important minutes of the game, you got to get better looks. And they didn't do that. So took an L there. And then... Uh, got a little bit lucky with Hornets. I, I love the Hornets yesterday. They're playing a lot better than the Kings. Then Gordon Hayward gets ruled out. Cody Zeller gets ruled out, which uh, honestly hurts. It, it hurts the Hornets. Those are two big players to what they're doing. And um, Line moved up to 3.5, took Hornets 3.5, and, and they kind of similar to the Bucks yesterday. Um, we got 
we got one back with that one because uh, Hornets were down like nine, eight, eight or nine with a minute 20 left and came back and not only covered three and a half, but won the game outright. So um, it was nice to have that. All right, let's jump into today's slate. Um, I've locked in one play, um, and, and there's definitely a couple others I'm leaning at. So let's talk our way through it. Let's start with the Dallas Mavericks and Orlando Magic. Um, Dallas, they had that long little they had, they had a long stretch off because of um, be, because of uh, the weather in Dallas, and so um, it still remains, I think, to be seen whether that stretch can be confirmed. I know, no, it's helped them. It's helped them. But really, we've seen now since that stretch, they've gone three and one with home wins against the Grizzlies and Celtics, a road loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, but a road win against the Nets, granted without Kyrie Irving. Um, and for me, I want to go through these four te- these four games, and you look, and and all four of these teams are at the very worst average to above average teams, right? So they, I would say they are playing good basketball, and you look on the other end, on the other end, though, and, and the Magic have now lost three straight. Um, but, again, all three of those teams, yeah, I don't I don't knock them down at all for losing to the Utah Jazz. I don't really knock them down at all for going at, at into Brooklyn with Kyrie and James Harden the way they've been playing and, and losing that game. Um, and that Detroit, it's very hard to beat two, uh, a team two times in a row, and, and they obviously didn't beat them. So now they're off three straight losses, but you look at those three games before – they beat Detroit at home. They beat the Warriors at home. And they beat a really, really hot Knicks team at home. So um, for me right now, I, I think I think six and a half is a little bit too much. I think you're you're getting a Magic team that knows that right now. I, and again, the Mavs are, are as motivated as any. They're still trying to battle their way into the playoff contention. And I get that. Um, but the Magic know that right now is, is the time um, for them to really make a push because if in a little bit, if they don't, they're, they're out of the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs right now is a time where they need to uh, show improved management and the, and the coaching staff, hey, we can make a push. And, um, I, I mean, I, I don't think you even have to look that much further than the Magic uh, two weeks ago. You know, a home stretch where they beat the Knicks and Warriors at home. Uh to make you realize they're not a te- when they're playing at home, um, and they're focused and they're off a loss. Like I, I think six and a half is a little bit too much. I would have this closer to four and a half. I really would, um, and I'll have to go through the Mavericks games just a little bit more to make sure that they haven't really haven't turned this magical corner that I'm missing. But again, that Philly loss shows something. Um, the Grizzlies lost. I that Grizzlies when I watched the Grizzlies just couldn't hit anything, um, and Boston very easily could have won that game as well. And and last game against the Nets, that's no Kyrie Irving, you know. So um, again, I, I definitely think the Mavericks should be favored, but six and a half here um, just seems a little steep. And and I don't think that you know these last couple games with the Magic just now they're they're terrible. I don't. I really don't. If you look at all those games, especially Brooklyn and Utah, they're they're all they're all clear reasons. But Brooklyn and Utah, man, those are two of the the hottest teams in the league right now, and I don't really think you can fault them um, for taking a loss at the hands of of either of those teams. So again, looking at Magic plus six and a half, 
All right, next game, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, this is a complete stay away from me. Obviously, Tobias Harris is out, but Malcolm Brogdon's questionable. Joel Embiid's questionable. So really, three of the four most important players, three of the five most important players are, you don't know what their status is. So I have no idea how I'm supposed to cap this game. Sixers are off a loss, overtime loss against the Cavs. First game without Tobias Harris did not look good. Pacers are off an overtime loss uh, against the Knicks and have been struggling a little bit too. I would go with the points here, um, considering Joel's questionable and Tobias is already out. Um, but the the Pacers actually didn't look like as awful as I thought they were going to look without Brogdon. But I mean, they're going to miss him as well. So uh, I'm just completely stay away here. I, I wish I could talk about this more, but there really is no point because there's two completely different games that can play out with with or without Joel and with or without Malcolm Brogdon. All right, next game, uh, the one play that I have locked in is the Utah Jazz minus six and a half in New Orleans. Um, it's up to seven now, and um, I will say I don't, I don't like love betting against the Pelicans. I, again, I've talked about it before. I love the way Zion's playing. I love the way Brandon Ingram's playing, um, and I love the way Zoe's playing, but this Jazz team's just at another level. That loss to the Miami, and I'm bummed because I was really thinking about hitting them against the uh, magic just a couple days ago and obviously they covered but that loss of the heat was um was not something that i think should make you uh like this team any less the heat played really really well they hit every shot and that happens sometimes in the association um th- this jazz team has been the most consistent team all season long in a year full of ups and downs and weird stretches and injuries like the jazz have handled everything that's been thrown their way. And, and again, you could say they've had a stroke of luck because no COVID and relatively healthy year outside of a little bit of time off for Conley and Donovan. But <clears throat> they've been the most consistent team in the year in the league this year. And, and until they really give me any reason to not bet against them, I'm going to do it. I mean, they've covered the spread in 22 of their last 24 games. You're getting a single-digit spread here. Not even like an eight and a half night. You're getting six and a half. It's seven here. I'll take seven too. Um, and this Pelicans team is trending up. They're playing better for sure. But, um, I mean, you go through it. You really, yeah, one, the Jazz, the, the Pelicans defense is, is not good enough right now, right? Like, like the Jazz should be able to put up 120 minimum. And then it comes down to can... Can one of Lonzo, can one of, or mostly Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams. You, you need someone outside of Ingram, Zoe, and Zion to step up. Because if, if no one else steps up outside of those three, it's, it's just not going to be enough. And, and even you look at it, if one of those three has a bad game, it, it can get very, very ugly. So, you know, the Pelicans, they might be able to hang in for large stretches when um, those three are going. But really, all it takes is one three to four or five minute stretch where they go cold and the jazz will the jazz will make all that up on you in a second in a minute they'll go on a 5-0 run 10-0 run next thing you know you're down 13 and now you're struggling clawing your way and it's just a tough team to play against right now conley's back they're fully healthy and i and i really think um you know for the way zion plays rudy gobert is as as tough as a a guy to go against as, as anyone for him right now um because the way they play they, they guard the three-point line and they guard the paint and it's gonna give zion kind of little runways to 
to the rim, but Rudy is just standing and they're waiting for him. And and so um, Zion might get him a couple times, but he's probably gonna get God a couple times as well. Um, I just I just don't think there's any reason to bet against this Jazz team right now. Um, and and the Pelicans haven't given give, really given me any reason to um, like them that much here. You know, like they they play well here and there um but you just see they go into they go into san antonio yes their last game without san antonio missing some guys and they like they're just an inconsistent young team um and really every you've seen plenty of times where they've gone on the road and just not been able to get the job done so um or or at home even so i I like them today um we saw last just a, a little over a week ago they lost at home to the Suns. I think you see a similar thing um, here today with the Jazz. And again, if you want here, last the, the month of February was ridiculous for the Jazz. 117-105 win against the Pistons. 112-91 win against the Hawks. 138-121 win against the Hornets. 103-95 win against the Pacers. 122-108 win against the Celtics. 129-115 against the Bucks. 112-94 against the Heat. 134, 123 against the Sixers, 130 or 114, 190, or 114, 96 win over the Clippers. They lost to the Clippers. They beat the Hornets, 132, 110, 114, 89 win over the Lakers. They lost to the Heat, and then they won 124, 109. So there's no reason at all to to not bet them today. I, I like the team total here as well. Um, Pelicans have not been able to guard a lick. And uh, I, I don't think that should change at all today. Let's let's see. Um, looks like the team total right now is sitting at one twenty-one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. There, there have been plenty of times that they've given up at least one twenty-one to many teams. So, all right, next game. Cleveland Cavaliers and the Houston Rockets. Um, I think it, if there, <laughs> I think this is the only team besides maybe like the Pistons. Uh, yeah, off the top of my head, this is probably the only team right now that the Rockets would be favored against, even at home. Um, I, I just don't want to touch this game. The Rockets, like they, they had probably the worst month you could have. They're they're on an eleven game losing streak. The Cavs just beat them at home by double digits, like earlier last week. Um, but at the and John Wall's out, so you would think the Cavaliers. Um, but it's, like I said, I, we've seen many times this year. It's really hard to beat a, a team twice in a row, especially when the second leg is on the road. So for me. I can't bring myself to hit the Cavs here. Uh, again, they're a better team. They're playing better. Um, and it's not by much, right? The Cavs are just these past three games away from a really brutal stretch where they got blown out by double digits every game. So both these teams suck. Um, but but given the situation and, and what we've seen this year of time after time in these baseball-style series, when you lose the first game and then you play them at the crib in the second game, it, you're – you're a lot of times you're gonna win, but at the same time, I can't bet on the Rockets based off of what we've seen. Like, we have not seen any semblance of good basketball for for a whole month from this team. And again, like I said, the Cavs are, are we're just a week away from from that being that in that same position. So for me, it's a it's an ultimate stay away here. 
Cavs have finally kind of figured things out. But again, this spot is a, a spot that's very conducive um, to the Rockets getting right here today. So I'm going to stay away. All right, next game, the Denver Nuggets and the Chicago Bulls. And this is a really interesting game. Um, I think part of me really likes the Bulls here. But um, the, I, I can see reasons as to why um, ones would like the Nuggets here. So you go back, and I, again, I think the, the first thing to know why I like the Bulls here is, is the Nuggets, I think, are a little bit overrated. And they have been this year. Um, you go through last year, and, and they were a Western Conference in the Western Conference Finals, even won a game or two against the Lakers. And I think um, similar to the Heat, you know, they they haven't had quite the level of uh, injuries and, and COVID issues that the Heat have had, but it's been damn close. And I think you've seen a similar team in that um, a lot of talent. Okay, hold on, sorry. There's some weird noise, but we're good. A, a lot of talent. But um, haven't been able to be that same level of team that they were last year. And I think the books still, I don't know if the books are just taking care, like taking advantage of the public perception. But um, I think the books, one of the two, they either know that the public likes them or they still just want to continue to bet on them getting back to that form. Um, but the Nuggets have been still almost treated like they're they're that team. Not quite, but close to being treated like they're still that team from last year. And we've seen it in their recent stretch, just so up and down. Uh, loss to the, to the Celtics, loss to the Wizards. Then they beat the Cavs, which are the Cavs. Then they go in Atlanta, lose to the Hawks. Then they beat the Blazers at home. Then they lose to the Wizards at home. And then they go beat the Thunder at home. So it's an up and down team. And meanwhile, the Bulls have won... Um, they they just recently lost to the Suns in a tough one, but they were winning for a large stretch of that game. And before that, they had won five of their last six. Um, but the only thing is, again, you look and one, they're they're generally much better as a road team, and two, their wins were against the Pistons, the Kings, the Rockets, Timberwolves, and the Pacers. And the Pacers is a somewhat impressive win, but all the other wins were against teams that, I mean, you should generally you should beat those teams. So for me, it's hard to know. Okay. They've won a lot more recently, but how much of that is who they played and how much of that is, is, you know, steady improvements. And I honestly think it's a little bit of both. I think they've gotten better, but I also think, um, I mean, you see it. There are still issues that exist, and, and for them to have been in the position they were in against the Suns and then blow a lead like that that quickly is just telling as well. So um, for me, it's a stay-away spot here. I, I think on the surface it seems like, okay, why are the Bulls getting this many points? The, the Nuggets are far from, you know, being their best team. But they're also getting P.J. Dozier back, who who definitely helps their defense. Um, and you know with Nikola Jokic and that team, they can break out at any moment. And Jamal Murray, they have a lot, a lot of firepower. Um, Bulls are still down some guys. So I'm going to stay away here. I think uh, the Bulls are where the value, uh, where the value lies. But um, I, I am going to stay away here. Next game, and this is a game I really wanted to hit. I wanted to find a way to be on the Nets here today, um, but I think the Bucks do really do have their angles covered. Um, Nets coming in here as five point un- favorites um, off a loss against the Mag- er, against the Mavs at home, um, and the Spurs coming into this game after a win against the Pelicans. Kelton Johnson and Derek White are probably still out. Um, and I think this line is fair. I think the line is fair. I think the Spurs have been a team that's really been impressive this year, and um, they get it done with their defense. And, and they've been a um, just a bridge of, of the veterans and the youngins, and, and you've seen them really 
able to get along and and understand what everyone's role is. And Pop uh, Pop definitely deserves credit for being able to connect the two sides in Lamarcus and Demar. Um, that being said, Lamarcus will be back this week or today. Um, I don't know. They they've been bringing him off the bench. He might come off the bench. He might not. Um, but I think this this line is fair. You've seen the Nets be. Uh, just as good as any other team besides the Jazz um, in February, and, and they come off a loss. and um, I just think that makes them that much more fired up. It's tough to bet against them, but the Spurs are just so, so solid. Um, they're going to give you the best defensive effort every night. DeJounte Murray will be on Kyrie Irving, maybe even James Harden. Um, but uh, five is too much. I like the Nets to get the job done today, but I think the line is very, very fair. Nets are a better team. Um, probably in better form too um but i think five is is exactly where that difference lands um so i'm gonna stay away here i like the over here but be careful the spurs do play uh pretty good defense and have not the fastest pace so um last game really burned me man like you could be really soaring towards that over i needed like 104 points in the second half from the two teams and couldn't get that so um just be careful here um and that's also pick random days to play defense so um, I'll pass here. I'll pass on this game. I do like lean the Nets. Do lean the over. Last game, Hornets Blazers. Um, this is another lean that I'm considering. Um, adding on to the Jazz, and that's the Hornets plus six and a half here. But we got to talk our way through it. Um, for me, the Blazers are slightly better than this Hornets team, and, and really the reason why is Damian Lillard, right? Damian Lillard, second best point guard in the league. When he gets going. Um, there's really no one that – there's no one like him. There's no one like him. So I want to wait and see if we can get a better number here. But um, here's what you can expect. The Blazers are – the Blazers have lost four in a row. But if you look at those four, uh, it's against a streaking Wizards team, a really good Suns team, a pretty damn good Nuggets team, and a pretty damn good Lakers team, right? Those are all four losses that you don't really need to be ashamed of. But, again – this is the ultimate recipe for you. You see the season of the NBA has ebbs and flows for each team, and this is the ultimate recipe. This is the ultimate spot to get the best version of the Blazers, right? You, you have them off of four straight losses after a long road trip. Now they've been given two days off to stew on their losing streak. Like They have two days off to sit there and be like, all right, we've lost four straight. We got to get right. We got to get right. And they're just begging. They're just chomping at the bit to get out there. Meanwhile, the Hornets get a, not a, uh, I, it didn't go to overtime. That's not what I'm trying to say. But what, what I'm saying is it, it's a game where they, they steal it at the end, right? You're riding high after that. It's a back-to-back. You travel from Sacramento. You get in pretty damn late um, into Portland. And I know those, those Portland and Sacramento aren't super far if you're flying. But, I mean, that game last night in, in Sacramento finished at like 10 o'clock. Right, then you got to shower, do your press conference, get on the plane. You're not getting into Portland till at least 1 a.m. midnight, right? So uh, all I'm here to say is this is a – and this is a spot where I'd auto-bet the Blazers in the past just because, okay, spot. But here's where the kicker is. Six and a half? Like six and a half is a lot. And there, I can tell you straight up there's not a six and a half point difference between these two teams. All things, like, like no spots or anything factored in, just how good are these two teams? I, I'd say the, the Blazers are maybe three and a half, maybe two and a half. And this is, again, with Gordon Hayward. So 
Gordon Hayward's questionable. Cody Zeller's questionable. I would guess Gordon Hayward plays, right? I, I think it, you know, back-to-back um, where he doesn't play the first half, I, I, I think that would lend towards him playing in the second half of it. Um, but, again, what do I know? I, I just think I... I would have this. I it comes down to what, how much you factor in the two straight days off for the Blazers, paired with four straight losses, and the the Hornets winning a really fun game late, and this being a back to back for them. How much do you give the Blazers? Do you give them one, two, three, four points? Because I, I really think there's maybe a three and a half point difference at best between these two teams. So I'm leaning. Hornets six and a half. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if we can get this to seven. Um, but either way, I don't want to lock this in ahead of time just because if Gordon Hayward plays, I don't want to be on the Hornets. I want to be, and, and I don't think Cody Zeller's like a necessary must either. But yeah, it's seven and a half now. So I would either, oh my God, it's seven and a half. That would make me think that Gordon Hayward is trending towards doubtful because they're not going to move that line literally a point out of nowhere um, unless something has happened behind the scenes. So, uh, yeah, I, I would guess at this point Gordon Hayward is going to be doubtful today. Uh, if you want to just lock that in, um, that way, you know, if if he's gets if he gets ruled in, you have a nice line. Uh, again, even with him out, seven and a half, bro, like they still have guys like LaMelo is hooping. Terry didn't play well last game, but showed up when it matters. PJ Washington, um, Malik Monk has suddenly risen from the dead and been absolutely huge. Miles Bridges. Um, so I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Yes, Devontae, and it looks like Gordon will be out, but um, this is still a good, a good Hornets team that's going to battle. So I uh, like them today. Again, like the Magic at all, a lot at home today, leaning them, and I've locked in the Jazz, too. Let's finish the week strong. Not finish. Let's start the week strong and finish the week strong. Appreciate you for tuning in. Have a great Monday, and uh, we'll talk soon. Peace.